really about the church. And, um, and I want to just, uh, just really go through a little bit about what the church is about. I can't spend a long time, because uh, we haven't got a great deal of time. Uh, but I want to start with just reading a verse from uh, Corinthians. We may not have all the verses on the screen, uh, um, but that's fine. But this one, ah, excellent, this one is. We're learning to use this, uh, this new system. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27 says, Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Okay? You are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Now, hopefully, we all understand that as a church, uh, as Christians, as people that have come to know Christ, we get added into the church. And what I want to talk to you about is, is what our understanding of the church is. Um, it's Christ's body, but also it's, 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 what he, it's his representation here on earth. And I want to talk about what... God's purpose is for you as part of the church. Now, this is a very uh, simple illustration. Uh, this is a, uh, a pot, and this is a spoon. Now, when, uh, when uh, my son was very small, uh, he saw this as a musical instrument, okay? Uh, as, as, as a lot of uh, young children do, and... You know, he probably still sees it as a musical instrument. I, I don't know. Um, and so you can, you can, and, and this, this was a great. Uh, well, this not this particular pop, but um, and one of his uh, ways of encouraging him in music was uh, Katrina used to put some pots and pans out and used to bang them, probably a little way away from her because they're a bit loud. Um, but he saw these things as as musical instruments, and and that's what they were, and and this is their function, and this is for, their, for him, that's what it was. But of course, that's not the primary purpose of this, is it? Well, it isn't. Uh, for those of you who think it is, then, then that's fine. Because the primary purpose is, is for cooking, isn't it? For cooking food, preparing food, and for making things. And so, uh, as, as he grew up, he probably understands now that this isn't simply a drum, uh, but actually, you do cook things in it. And uh, no, no, it's, it's still a drum. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, and so we can, we can look at the church with a particular viewpoint. And I, I believe today, I believe God wants to change our understanding of the church from a drum that makes a good noise to something that, the illustration isn't, doesn't go that far, but um, is actually a lot more to it. It's actually something of greater value than simply something that makes a noise. You can cook, you can feed people with it, and so on. So I just think, uh, today, I just want to look at the purpose of the church in, in, a, in a relatively short time. And, and the first thing to say is that the church is the community of the believers. Jesus came to build his church, the Bible says. And he came to build a community of Believers from all tongues, tribes, nations together. And we here are a, a representation of that. Everybody who becomes a, a Christian who follows Jesus 
who has given their life to Christ becomes a member of the church. And this is a representation of his body here. And the reason God wanted that is the fundamental thing built into us as human beings is that we need to live in community. Uh, He said to Adam in Genesis 2 uh, and verse 18, or he spoke about Adam, and he said, it is not good for him to be alone. Right at the start, it was recognised that man wasn't created to be isolated. Now, of course, in that context, Eve was created, and so it was man and woman, but it's not simply a case of, well, that means that everyone should be married. What it means is that in the created within man is the need to be in community. <coughs> God created man and woman and people that way. He said, it's not good for them to be alone. This is not the way I made them. God himself lives in community, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We were made like him, and therefore we were made to be in community together. And so right from the word go, it's very clear that based, built into us is the need to be and live in a community together. If you look at the, all through the Old Testament, God uh, gathered together a people for himself, but they were a community, and, and the, the traits of this community are, are, if you like, summed up in some of the great leaders, uh, great heroes of the Old Testament. Probably the two greatest, uh, I would argue, are Abraham. He was the man of faith. So he was a man that uh, uh, demonstrates what we should be like as people of God, that we should be people of faith, trusting in God. But probably the other greatest person, uh, it's argued, would be David, King David. He was the shepherd king. And so his, the reason he was so great is because he represented Jesus. Uh, and obviously Jesus is called uh, the son of David. But because he was the shepherd king, what his trait was, was that he gathered people together. He created a a stable and good and wonderful kingdom where God's people lived in safety. And he was a shepherd. He shepherded. He he cared for the flock. He cared for the people. And so these are, if you like, throughout the Old Testament, pictures of what the church was to be like. People of faith and people together in a community. And this is the picture that the New Testament paints of the church. Um, and so just to, to read this, this may not come up on the screen, but um, to read through some of the uh, passage in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 18 says this, The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were baptised by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. And, and so here we have a picture that, that Paul 
paint of the church being a body together. All different, but all working and functioning together for the good of the overall body. Now, as an illustration, I've used this uh, before, but um, uh, it's an illustration uh, of, of someone walking beside a lake. And, um, and they hear a cry, and they turn around, and they see someone has fallen into the lake. So they immediately run to, to, towards the person, reach out, get hold of them, and drag them out, and save them. That is an example of the body working together. It needed the ears to hear the cry, the eyes to see where it was, the legs to take you to the person, the arms and the hands to pull the person out. And so the body here is working together to save. And it's a good illustration of what the church should be like. Now, if any of those things were missing, if any of those parts weren't playing their role, that person wouldn't be saved. Because if, if you didn't hear, if there was deafness, the person would never have been heard in the first place. He might have heard, but if you couldn't see, that would have been very, very difficult to, um, to save the person. Similarly with the legs. If the legs weren't working properly, you wouldn't get there, arms and so on. And so, it's, a, it's an illustration of how the body worked together for the sake of another person. And that is a picture of what the church should be like. Now what can happen, particularly in today's society, is that we look at the church not like that, but as a place where you go occasionally to be blessed, to receive something from God, to, to worship for a bit, and then once you've felt blessed and happy, you go away and, and, uh, and either come back the next Sunday or maybe leave it for a few Sundays, and then when you feel a bit dry and a bit, bit down, you come back and, and you, you receive a blessing. And if you like, that's, that's not bad, that's, that's good, that's what the church does. And we had a wonderful time this morning, and I, and I hope and pray that the people who, you know, that if you were here, you, you, you felt blessed by that time and the presence of God and, the, and that word that says, you know, that I'm always embracing. That's wonderful. Uh, you know, and, and, our, and, you know, our heart is that when you come, you receive something from God. You, you receive that, that word from God or that blessing from God, that presence of God. That's right and that's good. But actually, that's like uh, the drum. That's, that's part of what the church is, but that isn't by any means all of it. Because actually what the church is, is a community together. And only when we understand that, and only when we work as a community together, building uh, together, do we really see how the, uh, the, the full functioning of the church uh, works. And we still appreciate, and we, we, until we grasp that, until we learn to live in that community... Do we fully understand and appreciate and, and receive everything that the church has and was designed for? You see, we have this picture in society of, and, and, and uh, the government goes along with this, is that what matters is me. So that the government will, will, will design policies and things that will improve individuals' lives. And when you get to a policy that says, right, I want to raise taxes so that the whole community can be blessed, they have a problem with that. All parties have a problem with that. They can't go to the country and say, look, we're going to increase taxes so that this community here is blessed. 
they, they need to and they do it, but they do it sort of underhandedly because they know it will lose votes. Because what matters is the individual. And we can take that thinking into the church. As long as I'm okay, as long as I'm being blessed, that's okay. If I stop being blessed, well, I'll stop coming or I'll go somewhere else. And that, can, that, can, that thought and that thinking can come and, and infiltrate uh, our thinking about the church. And actually, the blessing of the church is when the community together hears from God, hears, receives from God, and then goes out and blesses the community outside. And that's, that's what Jesus came to build. In Ephesians chapter 2, Twenty-one and twenty-two. It says there, in him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. God, Paul here is is picturing the church as a building, as a unity, as a, a united uh, entity that grows and builds together. And as we do that, we experience the presence of God in a greater way. And Paul is clearly saying here that actually the presence of God is greater and more amazing when we are together in unity as a body than than when an individual can experience for themselves. Now, I I don't decry individuals who have met with God in amazing ways in their their own houses and, uh, and down the street and stuff like that. But actually, here God is saying actually what he's designed is a body together experiencing the blessing and the good things of God. And in fact, that's uh, where we can, can meet with God on a Sunday morning and at other times in, in community groups. And we can expect that presence of God to be amazing and good because of what he's saying here. Because when we're being built together, that's where God dwells, by his Spirit. And so we have something fundamentally different about the church than, uh, than, it, than it just simply a group of individuals who are working out how to live with God and what God wants for them to do. It's about a, a people together wanting to bless, wanting to, to meet with God and know his blessing. So, and that is what our desire here is, to build a community that meets with God, that knows his blessing, and experiences his goodness. And from that base, to then go out and bring his kingdom to the world. Now, we, uh, one of the things I love watching on television are um, uh, detective uh, programs. Okay? Things like Morse and Lewis, Endeavour. You probably don't like those, but I, don't, I love those programs. Um, and uh, we're currently watching the, the one that was on over Christmas called um, Dickensian. I don't know if any of you saw that. No? no okay. um, anyway, the thing about those programmes is that there is one detective, sometimes a bit of a maverick, sometimes, you know, who, who because of his cleverness and because he, he can take on all these baddies and single-handedly defeat them. And you have the, the, the likes of, you know, these, I don't, I'm not keen on things like Rambo and those sort of war films where one person 
can go against a whole army and defeat them. Uh, but this is, the, this is sort of the picture we get. We've got one man who is above all else, and, and everybody in the background is a bit ha- hapless and hopeless. But he manages to, to, to understand and win the case. And, and again, we can get that picture. Actually, this is, you know, uh, this is me, I'm, you know, with God, I can, you know, do all sorts. And, and to an extent, that's true. But in reality, of course, if you actually look at what goes on in, in big police uh, investigations, there is a team, a massive team of detectives, all working on the same case, all working together to come and, uh, and, and solve it and, and bring people to justice and what have you. And so it's never really one individual that breaks through and does everything. And of course, in, a, in an army situation, it's not one person, it's an army that goes out. Now, there are individual heroic acts that take place, and, and, and there's plenty of those. But actually, in the end, and, and, and the Old Testament history is the same, it is the army of God that brings uh, the victory. It's not an individual that goes out and, and wins the battle. And that's true of us. If we are going to win our communities, if we're going to win our families, if we're going to win our neighbours and friends, actually it will be as a community together rather than one individual on their own, isolated. Now, we can do stuff isolated with God, but actually that was not what God intended. God intends us together as a community to see the kingdom come. And that's why Jesus was so uh, intent on building his church. So we're not about loads of individuals. We're not also about a church for its own sake. We're not here to build a church that's massive and big and everyone comes to it and we think it's wonderful. I mean, if that happens, great. But actually, the purpose of the church is to bring the kingdom. And so we want to be a church that, like Jamie was sharing, going out into the community and bringing the kingdom. But we, okay, we we do it in twos and threes, but actually we do it as a community together helping, encouraging, and supporting one another. And that's what we want for every person who comes through the door, to be part of this community, to build relationships, to build friendships, and together to see God's kingdom come. And that isn't something that happens just on a Sunday morning. It's where we share lives and give ourselves to one another. Because, as we read in the the Corinthian passage, each of us have been given some... Uh, some gift, something to build up the church and to be part of. Each of us is a hand or an eye or an ear or an arm or a leg. And every part, everybody here is one of those. Everybody here is one of those. But you can only use that properly as part of the body. You can only truly fulfill the calling on your life as part of a body. An eye on its own is pretty useless. When it's part of a body, it is amazing. Similarly for a hand. God has made you you a tremendous hand. You will never see that fully used until you're part of a body. And so we firstly need to understand that actually God has given me gifts. Whoever you are today, God has given you a gift. However young, however old, however new, however much you've been here, God has given you gifts. And God wants you to use those gifts as part of the body, to see the church built up and see the kingdom come. And we can only do that as we learn to live together and grow together in community. Just uh, wanted to show you uh, how important the Bible, particularly the New Testament, sees 
us living and working together. Um, and I, I, you're not going to pick up all this, but I just want to show an overhead. And there are a number of verses in the Bible that talk about one another. How we are to be towards one another. Okay. And I want to quickly go through them. And this is how we relate to each other in the church. That's not the right one. Have you got that, Rochelle? Or is that... Ah. So I'm trying my best. Oh, right, don't worry. <laughs> I'll, 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 uh, I'll read them out. Okay, so I won't read out all the, the actual verses. I can uh, assure you these are all from the Bible. Okay, so it says, be devoted. This is from Romans. Be devoted to one another in love. Accept one another. Instruct one another. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Encourage one another. Serve one another humbly in love. Bear with one another. Speak to one another with with psalms, hymns and spiritual songs. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other. Submit to one another. Teach and admonish one another. Encourage one another and build each other up. Spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Don't give up meeting together, but encourage one another. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Offer hospitality to one another. That, that's just a, a sample of what's in the Bible. That is, that, and the Bible clearly is saying, this, that actually you can't do this when you're detached. You can't do that if you are uh, you know, someone who, who, who comes occasionally and then disappears for ages. And, and both you and we are missing out on, on what God's purpose is. To be part of a community where each person can encourage, each person can admonish where necessary. Again, it, it's levels of, of, of uh, community, levels of intimacy with each other. Um, uh, you know, it, it's not appropriate for some people to, to do that. But actually, when you get really close, to have someone to say, actually, do you think you should be doing that? It's really helpful. It's really good. It's really important. But everybody can, we, you know, whatever level you're at, you can encourage. You can bring a, a, a word that just encourages people. You can just love. And love isn't something you can actually do a great deal of on Sunday mornings. As love is really in community. I can remember a number of times over the years where we have been shown genuine love by people in this community. When we've needed it, and the, you know, and it's been when you know, I can remember a particular time when we had our car stolen, and someone came and stood alongside us and really helped us. And that, for us, that was just so important. And um, and just just times uh, when we had young children and people uh, came along and helped us and, and stood with us. That's showing love, and you can only do that in community. And so God wants us to build a community like that, where we are together. Serving one another, being served, encouraging, being encouraged, building up, being built up. And God's plan and purpose is that we do that as a community together. And so I want to just, uh, just encourage you to be a community. It was wonderful this week just to have a number of us meeting uh, just to say goodbye to, do, uh, to rumour. And uh, that, again, was just a community together. We had a little gift for her, we prayed for her. Uh, it was on Wednesday, those who could make it. That was the 
church as a community blessing someone who, who, who was part of us and who is leaving and, and has left to go, to go back to her home her country. And, and, and that's just a small thing. But it meant so much to rumour that we were there just to bless her and be with her at that time. And, uh, and, and that's the community working together. And all of us, all of you here, are part of that. And you're as involved with that community as you want to be. And, and our heart's desire is to see that our community is much stronger and much greater. And much, because actually, as we build up this community, so our impact in the, in the wider community increases. John 13, 35 says, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love one for another. Jesus knew how important it was that we lived in, in community, in unity together, because in that there will be tremendous impact into society. A society that doesn't know that much love, that is isolated, that is uh, often uh, lonely. And to see a community and be invited into a community that has love for, for one another, that is welcoming, that is, uh, that is striving, is, is a tremendous uh, evangelistic tool that, that Jesus has put to us, a way of reaching out to the community. So I want to encourage you. And you know where you are. You know what your understanding of the church is and what it has been over the years. And I want to encourage you to change your mind if, if that hasn't been what you've seen the church as. Because there is a place for you here as part of this community where you will bless and you will be blessed. And that will in- only increase as you increase your relationship with the people here. Now that takes time and it takes effort and, and sometimes it is difficult and, 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 uh, and building friendships and building relationships uh, can be challenging at times. We're different people. What I love about this, this church is we have so many different nationalities and so many different backgrounds here. Um, but, but actually that makes it a real strength because that's what heaven is going to be like. It's from t- people from every tribe and tongue and nation. We're, we're actually ahead of a lot of churches here. Because we've already got a lot of them. Uh, uh, but actually, it does take time. There's, there's you know, different cultures coming together. And, and they don't, you know, there's a bit of... But actually, taking time to, to build relationships in that is so rewarding and so beneficial. And then we can serve one another and love one another and, and see a community built here that has real impact in our community outside and in our greater society. So I want to encourage you to be someone who really gives themselves to this community, to come along to community groups, to get, get attached to one. It may, may not be always easy, easy for you to come because they're the wrong time or whatever. Find one where you can, or, 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 you know, or at least get close to, to some people in if you can't actually make it on that day. Give yourself to serving here. That's, that's, one, that's what these uh, verses are about, serve one another in love. Give yourself to the community here so that we can see the blessings that God intended for the church together and that will bless our community. Okay, let's just, uh, let's just want to finish and let's just pray. Father, I thank you for the church. I thank you that it was your idea. I thank you, Lord, for the blessings it's been to me over the years and to our family. Uh, and Lord, I just want to pray that we would... Uh, God, I just want to pray for each person here that Lord is perhaps not uh, is struggling to be uh, really involved and really part of the community. I pray God, help them to know their place. 
Help them to know their gifting. Help them to know that, Lord, they are as much part of this place as anyone else. And that you have a place for them here. And God, I pray that you would build us up as a community together. That we may see the, uh, this, uh, our nation and our, our city and our community around here changed because of what you've built us to be. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.